Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. More Sean Salisbury on Sports Talk 790, where Astros and Rockets play. And real Texans talk. Welcome back, Sports Talk 790, Sean Salisbury Show. It's always a pleasure. I, I wholeheartedly believe he's the best basketball coach in the country. And he sits on top of the number one team in America, which I know doesn't matter to him now because there's a lot of work to be done. But he joins us here on the Sean Salisbury Show, head basketball coach of the Houston Cougars, Kelvin Sampson. Coach, so honored to have you on and always great to catch up with you. Big win last night. Let, let me get to senior night. Um, you've done a lot of these. What does senior night mean to you and these kids? I think it's a culmination of their journey. Um, uh, by the way, appreciate you having me on. Always, Sean. sir. So, you know that. Yeah. Um, just a culmination of their journey. You know, you, you kind of go back in your uh, memory bank of uh, recruiting them, um, building a relationship with them where you get them to trust that you can help them um, reach their goals and make them better, develop them uh, on and off the court. The parents the parents really care about that. You know, sometimes the recruiting gets a bad rap because of uh, a few, but my experience with kids in recruiting is that they want to go somewhere where they feel like they're going to be able to grow, uh, not just their game, but with the team um learned you know learn some life lessons uh, at, at least the kids that we get because that's important to us and then you know you stand out there at half court you watch those videos playing you look over on the sideline before they walk out to you and all these things just flash back in your mind um uh you know marcus sasser called me uh, uh, we had already come on his official visit. We've had a great relationship with his uh, mom and dad. He has an awesome mother and father. His uncle Jason Sasser, who's basketball royalty in this state from Texas Tech. Um, he was his high school coach. And then you go back through their freshman year, sophomore year, junior year, and here they are leaving. And it just seems like they just got here. And then you look over and you see Terrence Arsenault and Emmanuel Sharp, uh, Jarris Walker. You look at all the freshmen uh, that we have and you realize we have, we've got a pretty good thing going here. We have great kids that buy into our our, our culture. Uh, they work. They want to get better. Um, you know, all those things kind of rush at you. And, you know, I was okay with Darius Bowser. <laughs> right. I was okay with I was okay with Reggie, but I'm not gonna lie, Sean. The the uh, the, uh, the waterfall started coming with uh, uh, Marcus. I bet he, he's uh, he, he's a special young man. I I so appreciate him. You know, it's been an honor. It's been an honor to to watch him grow and and just be a small part of his. Uh, 
growth and uh and i share that with our staff you know we just we have such a wonderful staff that's totally committed to these kids and, and their development and um and that that's why the family atmosphere around our program is real i mean it's 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 as real as it can be kelvin sampson head basketball coach the number one ranked Houston Cougars joins us here on the Sean Salisbury Show. Coach, you had mentioned buy-in to the program. I'm fascinated, and I, I, I watch you guys all the time, I've obviously over your career and our friendship. And, you know, buy-in to a program is one thing. And with the attention span and when you turn on the TV, the top ten showing dunks and everything on offense, which is great. How do you yeah. get a group of kids – and I've told people on this show it's the most relentless half-court defense I've seen in a long time, that you guys contest everything. How do you get in a time when offense is so talked about to get every kid to buy in that a defense is going to help you win a championship? It's tough to do. Yeah, you know, one of the things about uh, recruiting today is everybody's on TV. You know, you don't, you know, back... 30 years ago, remember the old Big East? Oh, yeah. And Coach, Coach Thompson and and uh, Chris Mullen and and uh, Patrick Ewing and uh, Ed Pinckney and all, all the, you know, that Absolutely. was when the, the Big East grew so fast and the ACC was uh, such a preeminent program in the country because they could sell, you can be on TV if you come here. Well, today it's totally different. Everybody's on TV, whether it's one of the ESPN channels, uh, ESPN Plus, you, know, you have you have so many uh, platforms from which to find a game. So when we recruit a kid, they've already seen us. They know who we are. They know what we are. But we're consistent in our approach every day. So uh, basketball practice used to start in October. Well, in reality, it starts in June. So when we get our kids here in June, you know, we under NCAA rules, um, there's 10 weeks of summer school, but we can work with our kids eight eight of the 10 weeks. And then we have eight hours a week that we can work with them in. And, and we try to take those um, eight weeks and divide it into the five days. Uh, Monday is individual workouts. Tuesday is position workouts. Wednesday is a total shooting day. Uh, Thursday, we just do four on four with no pick and roll, and we and we uh, chart turnovers. Um, and then Friday, we have a team practice, so that's the only day of the week they hear my voice. Um, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's when Friday is a very intense day, right? And what we talk about is how we're going to win the game. You know, the offensive end, defensive end. We focus so much on teaching our kids our schemes. Our, our rotations, how we're going to guard different actions, and then we work on rebounding. Um, but we do it. We do it every single day. Something is being worked on toward how we're going to win the game. So our, our kids understand that. And then while we're doing all that, Sean, we get them to understand. Um, and Greg Popovich, who's, who's one of my best friends, says it all the time. As soon as you learn to get over yourself, you can become a great teammate. And great te- a group of great teammates is what makes a great team. You've got to be a teammate. You can control your attitude, you can control your effort, and you can control your ability to, to be a great teammate. And then and then we teach them how to how to play for something bigger than yourself. It's not always about you. It's about our team. The name on the front of our jersey says Houston. We play for Houston, the University of Houston. Um, it's a great school and a great city. 
and it's bigger than any of us. And as soon as we learn to get over ourselves and play for 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 that, uh, then you then you realize that you know it's an honor to be part of a team. They come and go. This is my ninth team here at the University of Houston, and I can honestly say this, Sean. Um, every team we've had um, at some point in November or December is when we start coming together. And that's why when we get to January, February, and March, you know, our, tens, our teams tend to get better <clears throat> because kids learn to get over themselves. And that's harder, it's getting harder and harder uh, to do that. But I think one of the reasons why you haven't seen a lot of our kids in the uh, transfer portal is they feel safe here. Right. They they know they're doing they know they're doing the right thing. They're headed in the right direction. They're developing as players. Our academic support uh, services do an awesome job with our kids, getting them in the right classes, moving them toward graduation. So uh, Fabian White, for instance, I got an awesome text from him last night. You know, he's an Atascacita kid. He graduated from the University of Houston. He's chasing his dream, playing pro basketball. But when he's when it's all said and done, this is his school forever. He can look back at his memories and what he accomplished and all the adoration he gets from the uh, uh, fan base. Uh, and he'll be special here for, for his, uh, as long as his time is on this earth. And, and that's what we've tried to create here. And our kids are proud of it because it's their program. It's, it's not my program. It's our players' program. Head basketball coach, University of Houston, the number one team in the country right now. Coach Kelvin Sampson joins us on the Sean Salisbury Show, Sports Talk 790. Coach, I, I know how relentless you guys are in your approach to this and and how important we all do, and you do too, March Mavs, getting through those six and getting to those. But every team has a, a weakness or something that you continue to work on or something that needs a little upgrading. So I'll ask you, um, number one, what is your biggest concern um, with your basketball club at this stage of the season as we head towards the middle of March? Um, well, we have... I have a lot of concerns. You know, <laughs> You're a coach, of course you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Um, you know. Lo- you know what they say, uh, Sean. Life is a never-ending series of problems. Right. Um, well, well, coaching the basketball team is no different. You know, you're 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 constantly having brush fires that you're trying to put out on a daily basis, so they don't become forest fires. As you you apply that approach to coaching a basketball team. Um, you know, rebounding, taking care of the ball, um, uh, defending the first shot, uh, creating offense out of your defense, uh, getting second chance opportunities. Last night was a great example. Our, yeah, no doubt. Our 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 our, def- our defense, our defense at times last night uh, was um, I don't I don't know how to call it. I, I told I told those guys I, I feel like uh, refunding the fan base is. Uh, tickets last night, you know, giving them running back, because we we couldn't guard the back door with a cannon for about 10 minutes. Then all of a sudden, you know, our, our effort picked up, we got locked in. Uh, I, I looked, That first time out, the 16-minute timeout, honest to God, I think we had two guys crying. Uh, there's, they were still locked into um, senior day, and you know, Reggie and Dar- Darius and Marcus, Darius Darius was in the starting lineup. We were kind of discombobulated there for a while, and 
And give Wichita State credit. Coach Brown's done a great job with that team. They have really good players. That Porter kid, the point guard, he's 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 tremendous. Um, and then they were making shots. But once we got settled in, we got going. But we depend so much, Sean, on unscripted points. You know, random points. Right. Um, you don't draw you don't draw a play up against good teams and expect it to work. You may expect to create some um, action and then play at, play out of space and get in the paint and make plays for others. But it's never going to be a pretty game against a good defensive team. You know, we lost to Villanova last year, and uh, and we had a historically bad shooting day. The Villanova shot 28% from the floor. We shot 31. Um, the difference in that game was, was little things like free throws. So there's a litany of things that I want to continue to work on with our team. Uh, I think one of the questions that coaches always ask as you go get into the uh, tournament is do we have enough offense that's always going to be everybody every team that loses is going to get outscored so how how do you how do you generate or manufacture uh, your offense when the ball's going in and you're shooting well it's a pretty game but that's 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 unrealistic in the tournament because uh, every every team is good and everybody has a good defensive team and all that. But um, just continue to generate offense off our defense. Um, our ability to get significantly more shot attempts than the other team is part of why our offensive rating is so high. Um, but, you know, Marcus and Jamal, Tremont, uh, Terrence Arsenault, I thought, played tremendous last night. He, he may not have scored, but his, his play was good. And then our front line, uh, Jarris is the next factor. Um, J1, uh, Reggie, uh, JVA. You know, we, we have the bones of a good team, um, but being able to put it together on for 40 minutes on this night, uh, that's why the tournament is such a crapshoot. That's why you have a team like a Virginia can lose a 116 game, then the next year win the national championship. Right. Um, you got to get through that first game. You know, you just, it's, it's not about the next game, it's about this game. Like, we have a game Sunday against Memphis, which is the fist fight, uh, a bloodbath. And then we got to turn around and go play three games. And, well, the opportunity to play three games, you know, we focus on our first game and then. Then you get in the tournament play. It's fun. It's it's anxiety-driven. There's a lot of nerves. But, uh, man, Sean, that's that's what you live for. Well, the opportunity no to play. The opportunity to play in the tournament. Uh, make the tournament. You know, one of my best friends is Tommy Amaker. Um, and we played against them when he was at Michigan. And, you know, he was there six years and never made the tournament. Not one time in six years. That gives you an example how hard it is to make the tournament. And then having the opportunity to play your first game and then stop there. You don't look forward. You focus on what's in front of you. And uh, as long as we can do that and manufacture offense with our defense and throw in a good shooting night here and there, you never know. Coach, before I let you go, let me, let me get this in. This is more for me. It's selfish. By the way, do you do you have a camp in the office? I had a caller who loves you and loves your team. He's got a daughter and just like high school camp. Does University of Houston or you, do you run any camps in the offseason before I ask you my final question? Yes, I have uh, uh, two camps. We have two-day camps that run from Monday to Friday. Uh, they're all in, they're both in June. Then we, we had a team camp last year, Sean, where we had over 80 80 high school teams come to our team. Wow. 
Awesome. So there it is. We'll get you that information, Biscuit, a friend of ours who was at the game last night at Ass. All right, let me end you with this, and I can't thank you enough for your time, Coach. I know how valuable it is, and I sure appreciate your friendship. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute, Sean. Did you say you had a caller named Biscuit? Yeah, his, that's his, his name's Biscuit. He, he loves himself some Kelvin Sampson and UH. Back. Whenever we want to talk about something else, he'd jump in and, Sean, we can never forget about UH. Kelvin's got him going. So, yeah, he loves it, and he's Biscuit. He's famous on this show. Uh, how can you not love a guy named Exactly. I love him. All right. Love, He's I listening, I assure you. There you go, Biscuit. Already <laughs> taking the state. It's going viral. All right, Coach, from my point, you are so – we talked about half-court defense and contesting shots. And your team, they all rebound. Guards, everybody, and you get to the offensive glass. And for me, the game I was at, and thank you, is transition defense. When you're so good on the offensive backboards – how do you coach up making sure they get themselves back when you got guys attacking the basket? No, that's a great question, Sean. <clears throat> you know, in basketball, in teaching um, how you want to play, there's always something you may have to give up to be really good at something. So if, if I think a team is a great uh, fast-break team, for instance, you know, we may, <clears throat> we may take an extra guy and send him back. If I think a team is trying to play, you know, um, everything's based on, analytically, everything's based on 100 possessions in basketball. So if you're playing at a uh, 60 to 65 pace, that means you're trying to slow us down. We may send four people to the offensive glass, but if we're playing against a team that lives in transition, we may only send three to the, to the offensive glass, uh, which means the shooter is the, the guy that's shooting the ball, uh, we've designated if the point guard shooting, who gets back. Um, and if someone's above the three-point line, for instance, we don't have him leave the three-point line to run to the rim, we'll send him back. So our, our transition defense has been really, really, really uh, good uh, this year. Uh, we give up a few, but I live. I can live with a, uh, right. uh, a basket or two in transition because we gained that much more. I think we scored 15 points last night off second and uh, second and third shot opportunities, but we also scored 19 points off turnovers. So we get out in transition off of uh, long rebounds and miss and uh, turnovers, but we also gain more points than we give up in transition by pounding those offensive boards. Coach, I have, and I know how proud of you are, your family, not only the players that you call family, but your own family. Is your son ready to be a head coach? Absolutely. You know, I was um, I was a head coach in the uh, Pac-10, Pac-12 now when I was 31. And, and I'll be honest, Sean, I didn't know whether I was on a foot, foot or horseback at the time. Um, I always felt like I was reacting. Um, I, 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 thought I, I thought I could do it, but uh, I was coaching against Mike Montgomery at Stanford, Lou Olson at Arizona, um, um, was George, was George, who was at SC? George was it George Raveling? Yeah, George was there, right? Oh, yeah. I was going to East LA in the old sports arena. That's right. That? Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, going against those guys really helped me. But Kellen is so far ahead of where I was. Um, he just sees the game the right way, his, his ability to, to form relationships. And I, and I think this is a, a key component in being a coach, especially today, you have to have the ability to coach with one eye open and one ear closed. You can't 
see everything and hear everything and therefore react to everything. You have to have a balance. And, and that's where common sense comes in. It's great. It's great to be the smartest guy in the room. But if you but if you can't connect people through common sense, it's very difficult to coach a, uh, a group of 18 to 22 year olds. Coach, you love this as much as you did when you started. I mean, you, probably even more now because you understand it more. But you still love coaching these kids in college, don't you? Because you know the chatter around the league and we hear it on the on the with the big boys, and I know you're not focused on that, but people ask us all the time, how about the son coaches one and the dad coaches the other? And we're not doing that to coach Silas, but we know how good you are. How much do you love still coaching college basketball? I, I, I love developing teams. I, I like to take a like, – the last five years, Sean, we've lost four starters every year. So we basically had to start over. This was my most challenging year since I've been at Houston because we lost Tyler, Fabian, Josh, and Tajay. And then we bring in Jarris, a freshman, Terrence, a freshman, Emmanuel, a freshman, JVA, basically a freshman. So we had these four little, four little bitties over here to the side. And I had this, um, you know, the chicken coop was full of these hens and roosters over here. And I had to integrate these little bitties with these hens and roosters. And that's not always easy. It takes a while. And you don't know what you have until you get to around Christmas. Uh, we, we didn't play very good at certain times, but I, but I also knew why we didn't play good. And as long as we could win while we were developing, you know, your November basketball is completely different than March basketball. November, you're still trying to figure, figure out the dots and connect them and establish roles and see, see who, see who your uh, alpha is and uh, how how to integrate two guys that had major surgeries, Marcus and Tremont, how to get them back in the team along with these freshmen. So being able to do that, uh, it's uh, exhilarating uh, for me. It's it's my rush. Uh, the winning is great, but the, the player development, the team development, uh, bringing everybody together for something bigger than themselves. Um, to me, to me, that's that's what makes. Uh, uh, coaching so fascinating is and then take it out into an go to Oregon go to Virginia with all these you new guys and guys that were injured and see if we can figure a way to stay connected for 40 minutes and come out with the win then you go to the locker room and you look at their faces and they they start shaking their head and they've got that little spark on their eye oh yeah I've, oh yeah coach this does work doesn't it if we'll just do this we, we can win can't we and then you just um you know, you pat them on their butt, you give them a hug, you tell them you love them as often as you can, and um, put them out there for the world to see. And that's that's uh, that's that's an awesome, awesome, powerful feeling to see a young man have success through his hard work. Well, watching it for as long as I have and covering it, and as much love as I have for hoops, uh, there's nobody does all those things better in the country than you. Um, and I know there's a lot of work to be done, and we will talk plenty of times, but I can't thank you enough, Coach. I love you, and I appreciate it, and what a pleasure it is to watch you and your team get together, and, and uh, I'll be in touch. Thank you for sharing with the audience, and we love watching you coach and this team play. It's great. Well, you tell, you tell Brian LaLima and um, Oh, Rhino over there that uh, I listen to you guys and driving him driving him from home to the uh, for, uh, Gabby Lewis Center every day. You guys are my entertainment and I enjoy listening to your show. Nobody better. Love you, Coach. Thanks. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, 
Sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.